Holy crap. I got a lot of vegetables coming out of my garden and I bet you do too. We're going to help you figure out what you can do with your harvest, maybe to make it just a little bit easier on you. Because you know, we like to take the, the effort out of gardening. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. And this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary, Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. All right, Batavia. You got you ready? Easy peasy gardening. That's what you promised. <clears throat> no, no, oh, no. I forgot. I got I something out. to start off with. I got something. You Wait, ready? I forgot. No, I, I took out a popsicle before we started. All right. <laughs> I forgot about it. I was letting it thaw just a little. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, okay. this isn't an ASMR podcast, so you can't eat it while we do this. I'll have to sit you down and then refreeze you, I guess. All right. You ready? Knock, yeah, knock. I'm ready. Who's there? Pickle. Pickle who? You better go pickle your mom your mom a little pet flower. Pick a little flower for your mom. Yeah, I screwed that up. <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> when you got it right, it was pretty bad too. Like <laughs> Yeah, my son is obsessed with knock knock jokes and he was, you know, we try to come up with new ones and he was saying, um, knock knock, who's there? Pickle. And I was like, pickle who? Pick me up and get me some pizza. I'm like, damn, you can't use it for your own benefit. Pickle, pick me. No, totally not the same. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> but what but, is he? Five? Is he? It's, he's five or six? Six now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. put him back a year now. He'll I know. Get mad I know. At you. He'll I know. Get mad I, I, at felt, you. I felt like I was being um, completely. Um, I don't know. Like, what's the ageist or something for kids? What is it? What oh, would it have, be with? I don't know. There's have, something because if you if you're not allowed to like ask older people their age, there has to be something about getting young kids' age right when you're dying to be older. So no, like, you just can't ask women their age. That's the only yeah. rule to age. Yeah, I for a lot a lot of years I didn't care until I started caring. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, here that's we are. true. But before we start, seriously. Backyard Gardens Pod on Instagram. Check us out. Garden tips, clips, communication with Batavia and myself. Yeah. No separating. We're there. Yeah. Check us out. We are united. United <laughs> front in the gardening community. Mm-hmm. Here, here. But um, so I yeah, you know, this is a difficult one for me because har- what do you do with your harvest? Seems kind of easy. Oh. Sit back, Ben. I'll take us through this. That's how you do me. Like, don't yeah. worry. I'll cover it all. Just but relax. But you know I can't keep my mouth shut. Eat a popsicle. <laughs> yeah. I can't keep my mouth shut, but... Well, the reason why I like this topic is um, it's so connected to kind of what you like as an individual, you know, what's probably common. There's probably some cultural elements to it, you know. So I'm hoping to come away with, oh, I didn't think about doing that with my harvest. 
That's really? what I hope you'll. Yeah, I hope that that's what you will provide. Because otherwise, new co-host. Why is, it, why is there? Why is all the pressure on me? Well, I'm I'm certain you're going to come away with something like that from me. That's <laughs> just the confidence in my harvest. Use I hear ability. you. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that you can relate once you start harvesting and it really picks up. It can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, I think the issue that we often find is, you know, what do you grow? And then the immediate question is, what do you do with it? There's some things that are completely obvious, right? So tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, even people don't have questions about what do you do with the very the staples, if you will, of mini gardens. Yeah. I think there's two parts of the questions when you're growing things that aren't staples and then when you have a shit ton of whatever you're growing, like what do you do with 10 pounds of okra? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I have uh, just a quick note. Um, I think I went with fewer okra plants this season, but who knows? Last season I had so much okra, I was giving it away to like everyone. Um, so my neighbor across the street, a really nice couple. And so this was probably in April of this year. He said, hey. I wanted to ask, what do you do with your okra? I said, do you still have okra from last year? He's like, yeah. You know, they had frozen. I said, oh, okay. You know, I said, wait, was it, was it hard when I, you know, is it, you know, like, is it still tough? He's like, yeah, it was kind of tough. I said, yeah, I'm going to say, go ahead and throw that out. He's like, I just really don't like to throw out food. So um, so I'm just like, you know what? Another couple of months, we'll have some fresh okra. I'll be sure to pick it in time. Right. Um, So like he knows ways to use it. I'm sure knows ways to cook it. What he was really trying to ask is, what do you do with it at this stage based on the, you know, kind of the texture of it. Um, So I think what we want to make sure we cover off on today is how do you use your veggies when, when they're in their prime? Right. You know, so yeah, there's well, some I mean, things. If it's tough okra, you make thread out of it so you can sew stuff together. I've never heard that. No, I'm just I'm joking. Not do that. I'm yeah. totally I'm not, made I'm that like, up. I'm not but that's do what that. it's yeah, like. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's there it's, is a you, recipe I did find for okra in particular. Like you leave it on the stalk and let it go bad. I think it's like some type of soup and or coffee or something like that. I'll, I'll yeah, no, I'm all afterwards. set. I'm all set. Yeah. <laughs> well, seriously, though, food waste is the number one form of energy waste in our country. Mm, I think you've so, mentioned this to me before. I probably have and I probably yeah. mentioned it on the podcast, but it, it needs to be mm-hmm. said again. Mm-hmm. And I know people are like, well, what the hell? What are you talking about? Energy waste, energy waste. Well, calories are energy. It's a form of, it's a measurement of energy. So mm-hmm. if you think about it that way, and then not only that, but it's also a waste of your energy because you grew it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's fun to sit back and think, man, I got 15 tomato plants out there, man. Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But then when it comes down to it, what are you doing with your tomatoes? Yeah. And yeah, I have a little bit of part. anxiousness around that. If I were um, you, I would. <laughs> that's a lot of tomatoes, man. Because you know what a yeah. tomato will provide you, what, what a tomato, one plant yeah, will provide absolutely. you. Absolutely. You know, that's interesting because um, we won't talk about that today, but there was there were times where there are other vegetables, and there still are vegetables. I'm not sure how much to plant to determine, you know, like to get 
an adequate harvest. Uh, but for tomatoes, I think we're at three times the amount of tomatoes I grew last year. And for me, based on my planting, those tomatoes are generally going to come in at the same time. You know? so, yeah. So I have some ideas about what I'm personally going to do with them and then how I'm going to use the harvest. Um, but I think that you, you need to decide if we want to dive into this, how much you're going to consume at home. So you and your family, right? How much you're going to give away. And then how much you're going to, I'm going to say donate. So use at home could be use fresh or store, right? Give away, let them decide what they're going to do with it. And then donate is, you know, it is what it is. Well, I think Um, it's a hard measure because you don't know what each plant's going to produce. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you kind of take it, you know, I think people should take it one step at a time. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. the one thing to think about too is, you know, and we'll just stick with tomatoes right now because it's pretty easy. Sure. You're going to get tomatoes and this may be your first year or your 15th year gardening. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Well, it does kind of matter because if it's your first year, you really don't know how many you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And you probably, there's chance there's a chance that you might not be doing something correctly. So you might not get as much, but prepare yourself ahead of time and start looking at recipes, start yeah. finding stuff. You know what I mean? And when I say finding stuff, I don't mean like add a tomato. I mean, add t- tomatoes is the star of the dish. That's a really good way to use up a lot of it. I think, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? I do agree. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was I making just, sure. Yeah. Just disconnecting something here, you know, <laughs> it's all good. So, I was trying to just click on the hang up button with you, but I couldn't get to it. Go ahead. Oh yeah. You're going to hang up on me. That's <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to start the podcast. Everybody yeah. hold on tight. This is going to be a good show. But no, you're um, right. You're on the right track. And so we'll stick with tomatoes. But I think that you have to scan your garden knowing what you're growing now. For sure. And you're thinking about all of those things. It doesn't even matter that you don't know exactly when they're going to come in. Right. You know, like, are they going to come in at the same time to make this dish? If you're kind of stockpiling recipes. Right. What you once that tomato starts to ripen. If you have other things that are ripe, great. You should have a dish in mind already. If you don't, go with a dish that only had tomatoes in it. Um, So I think one of the biggest things that I've learned when it comes to how to use the harvest is um, not saving. Meaning like I'm not, um, sorry, trying to get a call to go to voicemail here, but people are insisting on talking to Hit the FU button. Yeah, I know, right? How about do not disturb? Um, so, <laughs> look, I don't want to change that. Um, so, anywho, I think that the big, one of the biggest issues I've had has been, um, oh, I'm waiting on something else to come, so I'm going to not use this these six tomatoes. And the yeah. reality is that by the time that something else is, you know, ready to get harvested. Those tomatoes may be overripe, you know, you'd be surprised how, you know, I think generally things that I get from my garden keep longer than something that I would get from the store, um, just my general experience. But I think the idea is use it. If you don't get a chance, let's say I have a tomato and 
um, bean and pepper recipe. I don't know what it is, but let's pretend that that's the recipe I'm going for. My tomatoes, a handful of them are ripe. And, you know, my peppers, got a couple of peppers that are ripe, but my beans haven't come in yet, right? So I can decide to try to wait and potentially have to pivot because those beans may or may not come in when I want them to, or I can use it right then and there. I'm going to vote for using it then and there. So come up with a alternative recipe. I think unless you plan on storing them, which is a whole different part of the conversation, use it while you have it, because it's also going to encourage that plant to continue to produce. Um, so let's not do the wait and see method when it comes to our harvest. Well, hold on. I'm going. Don't go anywhere. I'm not going so, anywhere, Batman. So that's a really good point, though, because... And if you don't know, now you know, the more you harvest, the more you get. Mm -hmm. So let's say you just have this bang up harvest on your eggplants and you're just getting eggplants. You're just pulling off. Yeah, I got eggplants, eggplant, Mm -hmm. eggplant. I got eggplant Parmesan. I got eggplant this, that, ratatouille and da, 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 da. You can leave your eggplants on there and slow down the growth of them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you don't get as many as well so Mm -hmm. you can do that that is a possibility but once you do that it's kind of hard to get the plant producing more again so you know there are different ways to do stuff like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you know just just be aware of that but that's a good point that you make because you know especially with like beans and peas and Mm -hmm. um i'm drawing my really just about anything i think everything The more you harvest, the more you get. And because that plant is designed to reproduce and that's how it's reproducing because it's creating seed. It's a whisper to the plant. You're sending a signal to say, continue to reproduce, continue with this part of your job, this part of your life. Let me ask you, what do you think about um, taking tomatoes and again, sticking with tomatoes for a sec um, off of the plant before they're ripe? to ripen later to ripen on your counter or on your windowsill i don't do that i just eat fried green tomatoes so So. (laughs) but i don't have a i don't have a problem with that um i mean i don't first of all i don't really care what you do in your garden Mm -hmm. but um yeah you know if it's like hardcore green Mm -hmm. i don't think that you I think it's like a crapshoot. You know what I mean? Like you could or you couldn't, but if it's starting to turn, like it's been yellow for a while, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then, you know, like my first tomatoes, once they start to turn yellow, a lot of times I'll I'll go ahead and clip those because it's doing two things. One is telling the plant to produce more. Two, it's giving it more energy to produce. And three, I can already start and enjoy my harvest because I know that I'm going to eat them in this certain way. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem with it, but um, you just have to be careful about it. Yeah. And I think and, four, you're going to get to that veggie before some other pest or critter or animal gets to it as well. Oh, not my garden. Um, I don't have problems with that. Oh, well, I mean, la di da. Somebody special. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a method, you know, to kind of use your harvest. But I do think that um, it kind of, for me, helps combat the I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And there's great disappointment when you're watching a fruit 
you know, or a veggie, and then you come back days or a week later or something, and something else has gotten to it, you know, so I'm like, it's kind of like my vacation time, use it or lose it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so for me, and tomatoes as an example, I have historically waited until they're ripe and ripe on the vine, because my tomatoes are always coming so late in the season where I want to get all of the red and ripe tomatoes I can. So everyone, like every third person that I offer things to from the garden asks about green tomatoes. And I'm like, I can't afford to give you my green tomatoes. I need to let them ripen. You know, like green tomatoes for me are secondary. Uh, but now with 88 tomato plants, you know, I think. But, I'll be why, able to but why are they secondary? Um, because I enjoy uh, ripe tomatoes more than I do like fried green tomatoes. I enjoy fried green tomatoes, but. So, in, so take one and enjoy it. No one ever wants one green tomato when someone's asking for something from your garden. <laughs> like, if, you give a, if you give them one green tomato, that's what uh, they get. Okay, I guess that's the way. <laughs> and and no, no, and let's 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 take it down another notch because this is something a lot of gardeners don't think about, especially when it comes to this. When's the last time you went into a grocery store and bought a green tomato for fried green tomatoes? I've never. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's a freaking delicacy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because people can't get it. So if they're yeah. like, I, do you have a green tomato? Be like, yeah, I got one. Throw them a green tomato. They'll be uh -huh. like, hell yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go home and eat that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, seriously, yeah, I that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's something as basic as that, though. That's what's mm -hmm. amazing about it. I mean, how basic is that? It's a green tomato. You, you don't think twice about it, but it's a damn mm -hmm. delicacy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. It kind of ties back to we were talking about this in a recent episode about a garden for me gives me an opportunity to also grow things that I wouldn't normally buy in the grocery store, right? Things that I may enjoy, but never really stop and say, oh, I thought you guys had some unripe tomatoes over here for an astronomical price. What happened to those? Like that never right. happens, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and I think to that point in using, again, tomatoes, people recognize that. They're like, people, anyone knows anything about gardening, they know a tomato starts off green. And so they're asking about it, right? Well, um, and let me say this about my tomato plants. And I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but this is truly how I think. Don't you do that. <laughs> my, my tomato season, I run it like a movie. I start okay. with a fried green tomato. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the season, which is the end of the movie, I finish with a fried green tomato. Oh, and it is a complete story of my tomato plants for the year how ridiculous i don't think i've is ever that? done that i think i don't I, i've never you're not done you're missing that. out on life you're Clearly. missing out yeah are you gonna take my garden badge one of the garden badges i earned from like you know two episodes yeah, ago i think i might have to so my very first normally you'll get cherry tomatoes first right um but yeah. for a whole tomato my very first um is a tomato sandwich a tomato Ooh. sandwich yeah yuck. yeah oh uh, yeah yuck, yeah yuck. yeah it is i probably have a half a dozen pictures of my phone of each year that i've had my tomato sandwich for the first time um, i tried it every year i try it and i can't do it yeah it's it's yeah i live for it um yeah. so i think one of the things that we don't often do i won't say we I've not often done this, um, but I am committed to it, especially with growing so many different things now, is eating in the garden. So how to use your harvest. You know, we buy groceries 
even if we go to the farmer's market, we buy groceries, we, you know, pick up things, we bring them home. You know, we may start cooking a dish Im- immediately. We most times will put it in the cabinet, put it in the refrigerator, put it in the freezer. We're not kind of in the grocery store eating a peach, right? You know, we're not in the grocery store. Stop it. <laughs> You're not eating a banana in the grocery store, right? <laughs> but if you do, you're done? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I right. do that. Yeah, okay. Um, so I don't. And I imagine some of the folks listening don't. You don't walk so around and eat a grape? Say, you don't eat a grape when you're shopping? Um, I was hoping we would move on before we got to the grapes as an example. No, uh, absolutely. we're going to the, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And Even an kids. apricot every now and again. But my yeah, point and, is... Okay. Yeah, my point <laughs> is <laughs> don't be so caught up with getting your harvest and taking it inside to do a thing with it, right? It's just fine to, to be in your garden you know, run the holes on a tomato or cucumber and eat it then. Um, so these are obviously kind of casual ways to enjoy your harvest, but absolutely do that. So wait, you wash off your, if you were going to go outside and eat a tomato out of your garden mm-hmm. right there, would you wash it off first? I would. Why? Um, Because it makes me feel better. Okay. I don't spray anything on my garden. You know that, but yeah, I know that. That's you know, why just I asked. Rinsing off the the last bug that was uh you know laying on it. Oh no! I, you, know? I, you know why? You know I eat the bugs, <laughs> so they know who's boss. Because when I pick up that that vegetable, and all those little bugs are looking at me with Johnny on there, and I bite them, they're like, "Oh shit, he's a man." Nonsense. <laughs> As they're, as they're like saying their last words, they're yelling, he's the man, stay away to their bug friends. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm four billion times bigger than them. They need to know who's in charge here. I guess. I wish I could use that attitude towards all the things I'm afraid of. Um, yeah. But as yeah, we but move on. I don't know. I wanted to camp there for a minute, but we can move on. <laughs> About bugs being afraid of you? I mean, if that makes you feel like a manly man, Ben. No, it makes me feel like I'm in charge of my garden, not a manly man. Okay, all right. Because it's an uphill yeah. battle. But um, no, yeah. eating raw out of your garden, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like the first watermelon I get every year, I don't even cut it off the vine. I just slice a piece right off of it on the vine, and wow. then I cut it off the vine. Interesting. I've never yeah. grown watermelons, but the plants are taken off. So yeah. I, I'm really trying to contain myself. I don't know if I'm more excited about the melons or the potatoes, but, you know, to be determined. TBD. Uh-huh. So um, I asked about tomatoes in part because I wanted to kind of transition to, um, what do they call it in the garden world? Uh, harvesting something when it's young versus when it's fully mature. So, you know, I don't think they leaves, call it that. What do they call it? I, I nothing. I'm not. I don't want to say it because I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. All it's right. Just, so we'll, it's not mean or well, it is mean. It's not like offensive, but it's just who no, I'm gonna say it. It's just who do for like trying to price up something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. microgreens. That's just seedlings. Okay, I said it. It's just seedlings, right? So two things. Right? One, I've bought yes. I bought you. microgreen packages, <laughs> packages of seeds for microgreens. So you brought two, lettuce seeds? Yeah. Two, 
uh, baby anything is a crock. I buy baby spinach from the grocery store. It's a crock. Put on our hats, right? Yeah. You know, like no, I know you don't that even. I, I don't even need a hat. I don't even need my tinfoil hat. I'm good on this one. I own this situation. So with that said, though, um, that's another way. Um, well, there's that the second part of that before you took us all the way over there, through there in the valleys. <laughs> um, there is harvesting something when it's young. Um, and there's also um, kind of harvesting a thing just generally earlier for the purpose of what you're describing. Like it's air quote marketed as baby lettuce or uh, baby carrots or whatever have you. I was actually thinking more like, you know, a piece of okra that's this big versus that big. You know, do you wait for everything to get full size, I guess? you know. Do I? No. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, first of all, I think as a gardener, so this is another reason why I love gardening so much, because you can develop your tastes to your vegetables mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. grow. Mm-hmm. So you, you'll go out there and you'll say, I want this tomato now. I want it when it's fully red, fully ripe. But then you might go out there and say, well, you know what? I'm going to get this one a little early because I need it. And it might not be totally right, but notice that the taste is different. Same with baby spinach. Mm-hmm, you harvest mm-hmm. a little early. Like you don't have to wait until it's like fully harvested. Yeah. And like case an example would be like squash blossoms. Mm-hmm, People eat squash mm-hmm, blossoms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Garlic scapes. All those things are not like I personally had never heard of anybody eating a garlic scape, a garlic scape or a squash blossom until I went to a farm to go get vegetables one time. They're like, would you like to try our garlic scapes today? And I was like, uh, Bonjour. Is- yeah. Where you at? Where are you at? <laughs> and I was, I was like, the way she said it, I was like, okay, this is going to be really expensive. And mm-hmm. she was like, I was like, how much is it? And she was like, it's 50 cents for a pound. And I was like, Oh, okay, because you made it sound like it was different. She's like, oh, yeah, I was just joking with you because you go to just anywhere else and you buy it for astronomical price. She's uh-huh, like, uh-huh. here, you can just have them. And I was like, ah, oh, I got you. Yeah. But I got them and they were delicious. But it's yeah. you just develop that taste. I love, love, love that. Love, love, love it. And I am I think that's where I was headed, but maybe not. We're going to settle on. Thanks for bringing us here, Ben. Okay. Uh, so it is the the way um, a vegetable, the taste of a vegetable, vegetable changes as it goes through various stages of maturity. Right. right. So um, for years, I was so used to basically harvesting a thing closer to the end of the season, like trying to get it to be the most mature or harvesting a thing once it looked more like what I'm used to seeing in the stores. Right. You know, right. so the, you know, 10 inch cucumber or whatever have you. Um, and the reality is most everything tastes different at various stages and you just, you don't know what you really enjoy until you get there. Right. Right. You know, so you may really enjoy that. Not so quite ripe tomato. Maybe you don't like super sweet tomatoes. Like, I don't know. I don't know who you are if you do. Um, but if you have a garden, there is a part of play when it comes to that meaning, like as long as you're consuming it, it's a part of your food, right? Your food intake. Um, go ahead and take a couple of arugula leaves when they're super small compared to when they get to whatever the mature size is. You're I definitely like gonna I like them immature. Yeah, you're definitely they're gonna have peppery. a different taste. Yeah. And then you can decide as you go forward in your future gardens, maybe you want like completely immature arugula. Maybe that's the way you really, really prefer it. Um and you won't know until you try it, right? Yeah. So 
That's yeah. how I am. I'm not lying. I'm serious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and it's like, <laughs> take like um, jalapenos and hot peppers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the older they get, the hotter they get. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you might really like the flavor of the pepper itself with a little bit of heat. So you would yeah. pull it off earlier. But if yeah. you go to the grocery store, they're all immature. Mm-hmm, all of mm-hmm. them are immature. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. I'm growing chipotle peppers this year. Mm-hmm. And I have a ritual. Every year I pick my first pepper and I eat it in the garden straight up. Oh, I don't even think I take a big bite because for one, two reasons. I want to know how hot it is before I try and feed it to my family. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. To, and it's because I've been doing that is now just like a habit. And I had never grown chipotle peppers before. And I bit into it. And that son of a bitch was like napalm in my mouth. It was so effing hot. I couldn't stand it. And I was like, okay. So now I know that they need yeah. to be picked younger though. I mean, yeah. it was so hot. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. And I grew habaneros I, uh, one year and same thing. It, was, it may have been last year, I think. I think Because last year was going to be my big jalapeno year. But yeah. I realized that I accidentally bought like... If I had a dozen plants or something, six or seven of them were garden salsa plants. I don't know how in the world I did that. These weren't seeds. I bought I bought transplants and somehow put the wrong peppers in my little um, cart at the nursery. And so I similar thing. It wasn't by plan. I just said, huh, I wonder what this tastes like. And so I in the garden took a bite out of it. I said, oh, no, I don't want I don't know. He's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I was literally digging it. I called, I texted one of my good girlfriends like, hey, how do you feel about, you know? And she's like, oh, my husband loves them. I was digging plants up, you know, and, yeah. and putting them in a container to bring them over there because they were the, the, um, the, and this was like before it was even fully ripe, you know? So, um, so yeah, I gave them a few of those plants because I was just like, no, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Buddy of mine <laughs> did that to me once he was growing Hungarian wax peppers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, um, he gave me some one time. I was like, are they hot? And he's like, nah, man, I've been eating them. You know, he ate one. I was like, okay. So I made a sandwich and I cut them. Like, I thought they were like sweet peppers. Yeah, yeah. And the like, Hungarian peppers are like that big. You know, they're uh-huh. like six inches. So I just sliced them down the middle and put them on a sandwich. I hiked to the top of a 4,500 foot mountain that day, oh, no. sat on the peak of the mountain and said, it's time for lunch and bit into it. And my mouth was literally on fire. <laughs> and the only water I had, I had to conserve because I didn't know the next time I would come past a stream to get more water. And it was pure hell. And I sat there and I said, when I see that son of a bitch again, I'm going to kick him in his mouth. (laughs) And I asked him, though, I said, what the I was like, what the hell, man? You gave me this pepper and you told me it wasn't. He's like, they're not hot. And he was like, oh, the one I picked was younger than that one. That one had been on the plant longer. Case in point. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. And so I learned two things that day. I'll never take another pepper from a person again. Never. mm -hmm, Yeah. 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 Well, the I really want to to. to be able to consume hot things. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I just, you know, obviously you could get through anything. We used to watch Fear Factor. You know that you can do anything. Tarantulas, you can eat them. Um, but it's just, I, it, it doesn't, it's a disservice to my body. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to take it in baby steps, you know, and I, I do yeah. the same thing. I eat hot food all the time. I love jalapenos. But I grew habaneros one year and they're a totally different level. Yeah. And you get like 
10 times as much off of them. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this liquid fire? Yeah. Like, what yeah. am I going to yeah, do yeah. with it? You know? Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, so that's. But just for that when it comes to those, um, isn't, isn't it true that you won't gain as much heat if you can avoid the seeds? Man, kind of, but that's just. Mm-hmm. I've pulled seeds out and still been burnt. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, I mean, yeah, yeah. you can try it, you know, but just don't touch your eyes when you do it because mm-hmm, it's mis- mm-hmm. it's a miserable experience. But yeah. I think that's part of the fun of it, though, for me. Like, I love growing hot peppers mm-hmm. because it's like, how the hell did I put something in my garden? And it's literally making me cry because it's so hot. Like, how is this possible? I don't understand. You know what I mean? Friends, it's like I don't understand why people want to eat things that cause them pain. Like <laughs> I'm like I don't understand it either. But do you want some or not? You know. Like, <laughs> I love it. It's fun. And I mean, I even though that pepper I ate the other day was just terrible, mm-hmm. it was it was fun. I love it. All right. So tell me, what do you think? Kind of random. If you had to give mm-hmm. a percentage to the, to the amount of your harvest that you eat, um, you and your family eat, you know, kind of fresh versus what you preserve. Three, two, one. Uh, based on what we grow, I would say we probably eat about 25% of what we grow fresh, roughly. Interesting, yeah. Depending on what you were growing that year, though, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, crops sure. are different. But well, yeah, like, yeah. But I'm only asking about your garden and what you all grow. So yeah, so like this year, but like so, like if we eat it in winter squash, like we harvest our winter squash, but we don't eat it for four months, is that considered fresh? It's mm, a good question. Because it's, no, it's, it's store not. Is fine. You've stored it. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm probably say about it. probably about fifteen percent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That's a that's a hard one because then I think about all my like spring vegetables and fall and stuff like that. Yeah. So it may be a little different. Yeah. I, I I can't answer that question honestly. I might have to go with. You, uh, you, no, we already have it recorded. You answered, you know, two minutes ago. Yeah. No, that it's was already crap, been filed. <laughs> it's already that been filed. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, How about you? Historically, like ninety-five percent fresh really yeah i just got into storing food well again just also remember the um the amount of food i've grown previously and the types of food that i've grown previously lend itself well to fresh but there's not a whole lot that i'm gaining that says you actually need to go through the efforts of storing it um that's changed in the last couple of years so the last couple of years i started to get into preserving food more this year, I can't even imagine, like, I, I won't even pretend to guess, but it's going to be a lot of preserving. Um, I have so many yeah. ideas around it. but Well, you have to remember, I started a garden to preserve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was my end goal, was to yeah. preserve food to eat throughout the year. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I throw that number out there, but like when we're growing lettuce, we're eating it every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when we're yeah, growing tomatoes, yeah. my wife eats the tomatoes every day or yeah. I'll cook with them or, you know, stuff like that. So um, when the cucumbers are coming in, we eat them every day. But mm-hmm. now when I go out and pick five pounds of green beans, 4.8 pounds are going into the canner. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because yeah. we prefer the taste of canned green beans. Versus frozen, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, when okra comes in, if you can eat all the okra you pick in one day, you demand. 
or mm-hmm. wool man, whatever. Look, um, one morning and one evening, right? Two different times God. you're picking it. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you haven't even, you didn't even ask me how much of it we give away. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, good point. And so that's, that's another so thing. That's a different question, though, because we talked about, I opened with how much you consume either way, fresh or preserved, how much you give away. And I'm separating giveaway from donating. Why? The same thing. Oh, no. I think, you know, I look at giveaway to family and friends is what giveaway is versus donating. And it, it's, for me, different. And I'd like you to answer it based on it being different. Well, no, no, no. I want to know why it's different. We got a couple minutes now. I want to know the difference. Well, I think that the, while it's all done with love, um, I think the, and I don't know. I don't know why it's different. No, I just process uh, it differently. I don't, I just process it differently. Because, because if you, let me, let me take a wild guess. You, do you think that it's different because you are donating to somebody who possibly can't afford to get their food or something like that? No. Okay. No, I think that you're, I think you're very intentional about like, um, um, your, what you're giving to family and friends is more personalized. Like, oh, I know that this neighbor here doesn't like okra, so I would never package that up in a, you know, in a bag for them, you know, or a, you know, a box for them versus if I'm donating something, you know, I may say, okay, I have excess of this, so I'm going to donate all of these things, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. Man, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't Literally. have to. It's garden magic. <laughs> it obviously is Batavia's garden mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. It's our mm-hmm. own personal magic. Absolutely. But um, no, because I mean, the reason why I asked about like people affording it is like if I give my, some of my harvest to somebody who generally does not have a garden mm-hmm. i feel like i'm donating that to them because they cannot enjoy fresh f- vegetables and fruits from the, mm-hmm. a garden mm-hmm. so therefore mm-hmm. i am donating to them that's how i look at it but okay, that's fine. either way it's uh, it's very small thing in the world but um yeah so we give away a lot mm-hmm. or donate however you want to do it mm-hmm. but um we probably, if you want to split it up like you do, we donate a lot more than we give away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, my neighbor across the street's always asking me for, for jalapenos. So I bring him hot peppers, um, you know, and then there's on my street, there's three people that I know of that actually have a decent garden mm-hmm. and we'll kind of trade different things that, you know, if they're growing something I don't grow, mm-hmm. we'll trade for something, you know, barter or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we donate to our food kitchen down the street. So, mm-hmm. you know, we give them a lot of eggplants and a lot of okra. Mm-hmm. And the lady I asked her, I was like, so do people like the... Uh, she's like, well, the people come in and beg for the okra. And I said, well, what about the eggplants? She's like, they didn't like it at first, but then they started asking for the eggplants. And I yeah, was like, see cool. there? That's how yeah, it goes. This is, I think this is... And maybe I separate it because I've had enough in my garden to give over the years but I've not really had enough to donate. And maybe that's the reason why I separated in my mind. And a part of my design for this year's garden is with both of those things in mind. Um, So, I mean, if I'm really, you know, if I'm a realistic person, 
if it's not within your home, you're giving it away. If it's not within your home, you're donating. It's, it's really the same thing. Um, but I think for me, the way I approach it when it comes to, I'm at a different level now with my gardening because I'm able to, I think I'm growing enough food this year around um, to be able to say, I can, you know, give you with the love of my garden heart to my friends and family. And then I can also give with that same garden heart, you know, to a food kitchen, you know, so do you want to know about that? Do you want to know something I've been toying with? What's that? So I've been looking for property. Mm-hmm. I want to get about an eighth of an acre mm-hmm. and I want to plant a garden. But I, and I want to tend the garden and I want to open it up for people to come tend it. But I want to give everything that I grow away, donate every single thing and that piece of property to it. The only problem is this property is pretty expensive. So we're going to work on that. But that's mm-hmm. what I would like to do, because a lot of these people like I go to the food kitchens and not food. Kitchens, I don't know what it's called. I don't want to say their name because they're kind of um, picky. Mm-hmm. But when you go in there, it's like all bread, all cereal. You know, they get fresh fruits, but it's just like not good food. And I'm like, just because they can't afford to eat yeah. better food, I want to be able to provide them food. And not only that, but teach them how to grow the damn food free. No community garden. I'll take care of the damn thing. The whole thing. I'll grow it all and I'll just pick it all and give it to yeah. you. Y'all can help me, but I don't want anybody else to do it. But it's um, it's not as easy as one would think to do that. So, yeah, I am. Um... I didn't mean to do that to you either. I didn't think it would. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For those that are listening, I'm doing that classic, like trying to bat away tears. You are batting um, away hard. <laughs> so I, um, it's for two reasons. One, because I can't even tell you how it, it really warms my heart. Um, and two, I have a very similar, and it's crazy. It's so great. We don't talk about these things. I have a very similar, um, idea in mind um do you need to take a minute batavia i, I i'm okay I, i'll fight Are my way sure? through it yeah we yeah, can I'm take okay. a minute if you yeah, need to yeah thank you i didn't mean I to am. i'm sorry no 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 need to apologize it's uh there's a property that was it's directly behind my house and i've been poking oh. around and um while there are a couple of spaces where there are trees um you know, that it's just like right on the corners of the property. So this is a full city lot in Chicago that, that isn't like huge. It's still like a 100 by 200, uh, 100 by 25 foot lot. Um, but it's completely open. Um, and so it's been open for a couple of years and I've been, um, I've been doing a little bit of research on it. It's not a city property completely yet. Um, uh, but I've had that same thought and I've been trying to figure out like, you know, obviously you can go renegade and start a thing on a property and just wait to see what happens. You know, you can, and, but that's yeah. not the right way to do it, man, because then and they'll then come if you take go, it from you. Yeah. Then if you go the proper way, you know, that's going to be a red tape. Right. So I've been thinking about it and it's actually a project that I have in mind. Um, well, there are other plenty of lots in the city. There's um, it's something I, I plan on looking into a little bit more this winter. And it may not even be for a 2021 garden, but no. um, it's still, it's, yeah. 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 It, it's, I know um, what you're saying. It's, yeah. It's, Our garden hearts don't connect in this way often, but here they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They connect in more ways than you think. Yeah. But I mean, it's just so important, you know, because you can do community gardens, but when you're really trying to target 
I don't target is the bad word, but the people who really need the food, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a lot of times it's hard to get them involved. Mm-hmm, and that's just mm-hmm. studies show that it's just yeah. science, you know, yeah. it's demographics, whatever statistics. And so that being said, and it's like, I'm cool. Like if you don't want to grow your own food, like I'm cool. I get it. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody, but you still need to be able to eat good food, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hey, just come help out yeah. one day a month, you know? Or don't don't just send the kids up to help. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would rather send the kids up. And let me tell you, I got a son. It's not the easiest thing in the world for me. And other <laughs> other people's kids are not yeah. any easier. Yeah, but I think it's still worth it because especially if they go on their own accord, they're going to be more into it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. and we have totally gotten off track on the garden harvest. What to do with your uh, harvest? We totally but. did, but. Um, but yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have to pull me back around. You're like, you're like okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do another episode about that one day. Maybe when one of us pulls the trigger on something, or you never yeah. know. Maybe we'll both pull the trigger on yeah, the same right? thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you do your garden, when you get a big harvest from your garden. We've we've gone over eating it fresh. Mm-hmm. We've gone over kind of really something I think is more advanced is changing your taste profile by Mm -hmm. trying younger, older and, you know, ripe vegetables. And then the next thing I would think is, um, preserving it. Mm -hmm. And we've done in whole or I, before Batavia answered our casting call (laughs) and won the golden prize of being on the show. I did a whole series on that and you guys can check it out. And we, we'll probably revisit it eventually, but just knowing with the intention of planting what you're going to preserve, I think mm-hmm. is very important too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So case in point, as I have eight tomato plants, okay, when everybody's like, oh, that's not much. Eight tomato plants is a lot of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to give you a lot of tomatoes. Like I don't, yeah. I, that's what I said, like Batavia, how many you have? Like 20, 21? No, I ended up only planting like 15 or 16. Okay, so you have Not double the amount I yeah. do. Yeah. So that's insane amount of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But we did that with the intention of preserving it. So that's what a lot of that portion of our garden goes to mm-hmm. is for mm-hmm. that. So yeah. that's something too. The yeah. benefit of that though is I can eat fresh tomatoes and I can preserve tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the benefit. So Yeah, yeah now, and I think that... Um, like I would prefer to eat fresh like all of the time, but that's just not the way. Everything that I would want to eat fresh, obviously I can't grow all year long. Um, and interestingly enough, there are meals that I really enjoy with canned food, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much frozen, but with canned food. I was trying to think of someone I was asking, I was talking to and they were asking about canning. Like something like, how does it not go bad? And it's just, it's so interesting the way that we're disconnected from it. And I'm like, well, just like you have a bottle of sauce, you know, tomato sauce from the store, like that's what I'll be doing, you know? Um, right. And I, I just, I didn't bother diving into like why that didn't connect for that person. Um, but I, I find it interesting. And that's another reason why I enjoy gardening because it, I mean, it sounds corny and it is, but it's really getting back to the basics, you know? So we're not talking, you're not doing anything that you're not taking any steps for your home preservation that any big, you know, manufacturers aren't, 
You know, so you're doing the same things. You may be making different dishes, but it's the same steps, just on a smaller scale, you know, so. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're either freezing something, you're um, drying something, or you're uh, canning something. Like, these are all of the things. It's not some new technique you're creating, you know. Oh, you must not know what I've been doing. No, I'm, just, I'm joking. No, I mean, sir, you're you're right. But the thing is, is when if I walked up to somebody and said, "Hey, I can these green beans. Do you want the can? You do you want this can of green beans?" And they would love. And let's say this person loved them more than anything. Mm-hmm. They're liable to tell you no mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they don't trust your canning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, the, yeah. There's two things about that. One, that person is kind of correct. Because there is a, trick a safety to canning. issue, yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a safety issue, but two is if they know you, like if mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you came up to me, well, you're just now getting into canning, so yeah. I might have uh, to make turn it the you reverse. Down. Make it the yeah, reverse. So if I yeah. came up to you and I said, "Batavia, do you want these green beans?" Like you, if you knew me and knew that I had been doing it for a while, then you should mm-hmm. be like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." But still, those people might not because it didn't come from a store. Yeah. So and last that's year, I um. I, I last year was the first year I canned. I did simply refrigerator pickles because I was still nervous, right? Um, and we still have to get back to your pickle recipe. Um, and then I did with water bath canning candied jalapeno peppers. Um, and so it was the same thing. Like everything worked out well. The jars sealed, um, and I took them um, to Thanksgiving, and I was kind of like standing watch as they opened. You know, and, and yeah. we were trying them, you know, I'm just like, all right, advisory alert, you know, they were fine. But yeah, it's definitely that. Um, and I actually have some gift ideas when it comes to that, too. Um, but there definitely is the caution, making sure I'm giving something to something, someone that's something to someone that, you know, isn't spoiled or that's been sealed properly and all of that good stuff. Well, you just make sure um, that you've done all the steps proper and all that. And so like yesterday, was it yesterday? We'll go with yesterday or the day before, whatever. I pulled a can of my green beans out of my um, cupboard from Mm -hmm. last year. And when I popped the top off, I couldn't remember if it was like went Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, or or what happened. And I was like, nah, Mm -hmm. I just threw it away. Got another one out, popped right off. And Mm -hmm. those are the things, you know, like you, you. you know when it's been sealed, but if you don't know or there's like any doubt, just get rid of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. What, are you, what are you wasting? Yeah. Literally the only thing you're wasting other than the food is the little lid, the little lid for the um, mm-hmm. thing. That's that you it. don't reuse. Yeah. Yeah. You don't reuse that part. So. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's also a, a you know, I don't know that I'm giving away enough. I'll be giving away enough to actually let other people um, can. Um, but to your point of, I have, uh, one of my girlfriends, her mom, like she cans all the time. I have, I've gotten between last year and this year, three jars of jelly and jam from her. And I'm blaming what I'm blaming the, the way I'm bumping into things into her, I'm blaming her for, because I have to eat more bread now. Uh, more crackers like it's important for me to consume this jelly and, do you eat oatmeal um you know i haven't had oatmeal in the longest time do i used cereal? to eat it often yeah huh? like but cold I cereal always, not hot cereal yeah i always put jelly in my cereal your always. cold cereal always 
Why not? I want strawberry flavored cereal. I don't have I've any fresh strawberries. I've never heard of this. Of course you haven't, but now you have. And Every this, day. I could walk away. I can't believe Every day. this. I had lunch hey. before we started. Otherwise. Do you want me to take my mic off the stand and drop it? Well, no, let's wait until I have breakfast for dinner and I try it this evening. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's different, but it's good. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? It's just yeah. you, you put it in, you mix it up. Boom. Yeah, put it in your yeah. yogurt if you eat yogurt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, and that's the whole thing about gardening, too, is when you start doing that stuff, you start getting creative. Yeah. Yeah. And you start exactly. figuring out how can I eat this tomato? What can I do different today? Because or even if dishes. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. You were saying something uh, about jelly. Oh, so that lady uh is a perfect candidate for you to give your seconds tomatoes. Mm -hmm, Do you know mm -hmm. what seconds are? No, I thought you meant like the second, like the uh, bumper crop of tomatoes. Do you know what seconds are? Seconds are the tomatoes that are bruised or not as pretty. Oh, okay. Because that's what you use for canning. Mm -hmm, So if you mm -hmm. ever go and you're like, you know, you, you want to can... Go to a farmer's market and go up to the person and say, hey, do you have any seconds, Mm -hmm. like second, seconds tomatoes? And they'll say, yeah, I got you. I got a whole box. They'll give you a box for like three bucks, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. full of them. And they're really only good for canning. Yeah. And that's so that's who you would give that to. But I don't think you should be giving enough produce to people to can with unless you know they can. Yeah. Because they're just going to be happy to eat it, you know, fresh. Mm -hmm. They don't Mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, for her in particular, though, um, um, I, I, she doesn't know it yet. I don't know if she or her daughter listens, but I have some special plans. She, Uh-oh. I mean, she's just she's a wonderful woman. She enjoys doing all things that are baking and canning, and um, and she's really good at it. You know, Is she so, old. Uh, she's older. She's wiser. She's a she's okay. a, a my a friend of mine's mother. So she you know she's older than I am. So she's probably like 60-ish, yeah, something yeah, like that. Say, yeah. yeah. So that's like, I mean, that's exactly right. Because the older generations mm-hmm. are more like that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm becoming the, the older, older generation. generation. Everything so. that's old becomes new. Um, so I think the idea of canning clearly is a thing. Um, we know it, right? You know, we live it. You're doing it. Um, what are your other thoughts? Because what I wanted to say was some of the ways that you eat a dish, you can actually revamp one of my favorites. And I did this on a recent episode was the recipe of the day. It was kind of this char baked, you know, dish that you could decide how you want to eat it. But one day I kind of looked around and said, I'm going to top my eggs with this. You know, yeah. I've had okra with eggs in the morning, you know, like, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 fried wait, okra, wait. fried okra or baked okra. No, you got to yep. stop. Yeah. No, no, there's something absolutely. that the people need to know about you right now. Oh, I called Batavia the other day. It was probably eight <laughs> o'clock. I said, what are you doing? She's like, I'm about to eat a bean burrito. I said, what you mean a bean burrito? You got some eggs in or something? She's like, no, I don't give a shit about breakfast food. I just eat what I want. So that whole thing you just said, it don't count. It don't count. Don't listen yeah. to this woman. Yeah, it, do, it yeah. did kind of sound like I... <laughs> That's probably a quote. Yeah, so for the record, I don't. I don't have any kind of barriers, whatever. If I have leftovers from the night before, you know, I don't risk waiting until the next evening to eat them. No, I'm going to eat them for breakfast. You yeah. know, so I have no limitations there. I eat 
uh, non-traditional food for breakfast more often than people eat, you know, breakfast for dinner. Um, but I said that to say when I made the dish, I didn't make it with a thought of it was going to go with eggs, you know, but I said, yeah. huh, once you, once you had the flavors in mind, I was like, I wonder, right? Um, and it was also with the idea of trying to consume what I've made, right, to get to the next dish. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I think that you're not, in most cases, you're, if you're listening, you're probably not preparing things gourmet chef-like for your restaurant, which means you can break all of the rules, right, when it comes to what you prepare for your home and how you prepare it. Um, yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, imply that, you know, go ahead and if a dish doesn't work out, toss it out. But I mean, you have a little bit more liberty when it comes to getting food from your garden. So you try something, you know, I'm notorious for cooking from the living room. So like, yeah, I've, uh, I've burnt more than one pan of, uh, of okra in particular or zucchini fries or something, you know? And yeah. so it's not that big of a deal when you have a whole stack in your front yard garden. No, it's not. And, don't ever use that term again. It's disgusting on the Backyard Gardens podcast. That's the only place I'm growing. That's the only place I'm growing zucchini this year, man. Really? There's no place yard? in my backyard. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, you know, eating it, and I think so. For the record, I think the way that you do it, just you don't care. You eat. I think it's great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I do about the same thing because generally I skip breakfast, but then I'll have mm-hmm. breakfast for dinner. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, when I grew up, if I had pizza the night before, you damn right I was having it for breakfast. <laughs> there was no doubt I wasn't having pizza for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's true though. You can kind of you can play around with your food a little bit, mm-hmm. and you know you can learn, and you do have that because if you grow a seed, you know you get a pack of seeds, and it's two dollars for a pack of fifty seeds, and you grow a zucchini plant. A plant costs you two bucks and then you get four, five, eight, nine, ten zucchinis off of it. Who gives a shit if you mess up one? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you were trying. You didn't just let it rot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the real question is, is how much food that you grow do you have to throw out because you didn't eat it in time? Um, I'd say. I don't know. Maybe. Probably less than 5%. I think what, and it's not, I didn't eat it in time. I didn't pick it or harvest it in time, which is the same. I still didn't get a chance to eat it. It's the, I left it on the the vine too long, you know. Um, But if I take it off of the vine and it's still, you know, okay to eat. I mean, I'm trying to, there may be a dish where there's leftovers, you know, there's a serving left where I'm just like, I just can't do it anymore, you know, and that ends up getting thrown out. Yeah. yeah but I'd really, cause I'm really, really conscious of it. You know, um, when you kind of go back to, you know, this whole pandemic earlier in the year, there were some conversations regarding food insecurities that people have gone through in their lifetime. Um, obviously it's not everyone's story. Um, and while, um, it wasn't necessarily my story growing up, I definitely have a, um, a situation where I'm always trying to make sure I have enough, you know, and that turns into more than I need. Hence the 15, clearly, which was originally 72 tomato plants. Like a uh, real quick story. Um, we had some type of um, like event for work and our admin was going to be out for the week. 
And my boss asked me to organize the Pete, like the lunch or the dinner. It was the dinner. And, um, we pre-ordered. So this is Chicago and Chicago style pizza. And I'm not even going to entertain, you know, all of that New York talk. And I'm not, we're not going to go there here. So Chicago style pizza, which is traditionally deep dish pizza. So, um, I think it was Gino's East maybe is where we went. I can't remember for sure, but I knew the number of people I knew who was attending. If I, if every person didn't walk away with a box of pizza, like I, I, I tried to guesstimate how much I thought we needed. And my boss said, clearly you can't do this for us anymore. I'm like, listen, <laughs> yeah. Cause my concern of not having enough was so strong that I completely said, all right, two of this, two of that, two of this, two of that. So I said all that to say, um, there's that, that insecurity around food that kind of comes in and it's my goal to make sure that I always have more than enough. Right. And so then mm-hmm. that's why I have four plants one year, 12 plants, another year, 22 plants, another year, you know? So anyway, here yeah, it's, yeah, you'll, you'll, this is going to be a good year for you. You're going to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn a lot. And I mean, it's because of seed starting. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. You would, would not have gone to a store and bought 16 tomato plants to put in your yard. I guarantee you? you you wouldn't have. Did I tell you that I was talking to, let's say, I have to give her a call. I was talking to one of my great aunts and we were just chatting and chatting and chatting away. And so she's been following. She <laughs> she said, I'm just calling to check in on Farmer Brown, you know, and she's talking about me. And so I was telling her, you know, I finally got all my tomato plants planted. And I told her the whole story about how many tomato starts that I had. I think the number was, I started with 72, I hardened off 60 or something. And so by the time I got down to how many I planted, um, she was, I said something like, you know, next year I won't start so many from seed. She's like, wait, you started them from seed? And I said, yeah. She's like, I thought you bought those. And I'm like, and she was so sweet. But that's crazy talk. Like, you know, like all of this time she's, you know, just going along with me thinking that I paid, you know, what's that, two or three bucks a piece? Hell no. Like that's that's the reason why I was so cavalier, like it's 60, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, yeah. there was a little bit more seed start used, a little bit more water, but not nearly the expense. Um next year it'll be different for you though. You know, I don't know. If that thing we're working on works out, you never know. But yeah. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that's different. But for yeah. your own personal garden, that would, you know, you won't yeah, do that next again. Year, yeah, I won't I actually have some thoughts that we'll talk about at some future episode. But this year really is a startup year, if you will, because it's going to help me gauge how much of things I want to grow. Not, you know, like just put it in the ground and see what happens. You know, I'll have a real good idea of, for the purposes of those two things my own consumption and preserving because we're going all in with preserving and then for the giving away and both of the versions of giving away for me, I'll have an idea of how much these plants are producing on a good year, hopefully. And then I can basically scale up or scale down, you know? So, um, that's also a part of this year, right? You know, having this space and knowing, all right, I want to use it. I don't want to feel like I'm wasting space either, you know? So, well, think about it this way. Um, it's and all I want to say about it is when you grow these things from seed, it's hard to get rid of them. But next year, it's simply you'll just start less. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you'll figure it out. And I guarantee you're going to be swimming in tomatoes this year. It's going to be mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I already, I'm already lining people up, like committed people to come. That's why I think in some instances you can get rid of a lot of things, but in other instances you can't. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. If you go out and buy another jar of tomato sauce before next spring, I will personally fly up there and slap you. I won't even say hi. I won't even do anything. I'll just go Not to your like house because yeah. I know where you are. Yeah, You'll yeah, open yeah. the door and I'm going to slap you in the face and then I'm going to yeah. drive off. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be a totally you know wasted what? trip. So you, you know better start canning your tomatoes and stop jacking around because you literally have no excuse unless have you have total off, crop failure. I have, I do have a few store-bought cans of tomatoes, um, but I'm going to be at the point because I'm getting close to the point of I stopped buying certain store-bought things as the garden starts to produce that. And I've yes. done that for years. Right. You know, so I think I'm on, like I'm going to eat my last store-bought cucumber. I think I'm on that now. Um, and there's going to be a gap in between, and that is what it is, you know. I I love the texture of tomatoes. The flavor clearly isn't the same from what I buy compared to what I um, I grow. But I'll buy tomatoes like right up into the point where I realize, okay, because there are not a lot of things that you can sub in for tomatoes, you know. Um, but like cucumbers and things like that, peppers, like I won't buy those, you know. Well, that's why now. we um, we grow cherry tomatoes. Mm-hmm, so because mm-hmm. you can sub those in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, it's still so a tomato, though. Yeah, it's still a tomato, but you get them yeah. a lot earlier. Yeah, absolutely. The moral of the story. Absolutely. So this is um, this is what I can because I know you just kind of got into canning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, I've been canning a while. This is kind of how what we expect to get canning wise every year. Not how mm-hmm. much, but just what. And then if anything else arises, like we can adjust, Mm -hmm. but we do canned green beans. We do um, like spaghetti sauce, pizza Mm -hmm. sauce, stewed tomatoes, crushed tomato or um, chopped tomatoes, uh, pickles and pickled okra and um, roasted peppers. Mm -hmm. We usually can those jalapenos and... Um, peas, if we grow peas, which we're not this year, those are the things that we can and jellies, different jellies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think this year we might try and do a watermelon jelly. Maybe if it works out, mm-hmm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be a test. Yeah. And we actually about- do a tom- tomato jelly too. Oh, what about potatoes? Um, weren't I don't you the know. one that, t- weren't you the one that first, told me? This is my first year growing potatoes, white okay. potatoes. Yeah. And to answer your question, depending on the harvest, you are correct. We will probably at least can one or two cans just to do it. Yeah. So those who are watching, please note that you didn't see me scramble to write this down because I listened to these episodes before they were released. So I will <laughs> be, I will take copious notes then. Um, so I do want to ask you one question regarding timing. So are you picking um, a bunch of tomatoes off of the plant and then canning those? Or are you picking tomatoes, putting them in the pile, like putting them in a free? Like, how do you get from the point of, do you have enough to can? Or do you do a lot of small batch canning? You just asked a million dollar question. Um, <laughs> no, it, you know, it's, it's part of the experience that comes with it. So you'll know how much stuff, how long stuff lasts. But I do, um, I usually, like when we go get green beans, okay, stop. 
let me just start over. So by the size of the jar is what mm-hmm. dictates how often. Mm-hmm. So we usually do small. Um, I always get the sizes mixed up. Not the jelly jars. I think they're pint jars maybe. And the yeah. big ones are quart jars. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, for I the sake of this right. conversation, that's how we're going to roll. So mm-hmm. the pint jars, we have a um, like a pressure cooker, an electric pressure cooker slash mm-hmm. canner. And you can fit five of those jars in. But it's nothing for you just to drop a jar in and can it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like green beans and stuff, we'll do that. Um, this year, tomatoes, we might do that for those. But generally speaking, we either, it, it goes either way. You know, you just have to keep an eye on your stuff. Mm-hmm. So we could put it, if we're gonna like, okay, we want to can this, then we're going to put it in the fridge and let it sit till we get more. Or we jump straight and just freeze it and don't even can it. Yeah. So okay. it's usually in the heat of the moment. And that's what sucks, man, is because you're you're canning inside in the summertime. It's already hot outside. It's hot in front of the canner. Yeah. But man, it's worth it in the in the wintertime when you're you need it and you can crack it. But it's a little yeah. bit of both. You just have like green beans, for example, we will we'll, we'll do a big canning session generally about once a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, until they start really coming in. And then after that, it's just kind of piece by piece by piece, you know. Yeah. So I uh, I have a, actually a book on small batch canning that um after I do my morning walk, I'm going to start cracking that open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm all I'm all about reading that stuff. But I think the big thing is just trying it out. You know, well, what I, I think mean? it's and, for me, it's more of like the different rests because these are basically you're canning the vegetable. Um, I'm thinking about a couple of different recipes for canning. And I did listen to, which I thought was very helpful, um, the... Uh, series that you guys did on canning oh yeah when my wife was on it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh boy oh boy oh boy <laughs> she was uh she was not impressed <laughs> <laughs> well i am gen- i was impressed and i'm generally after i got that that first year out you know like no one died like everyone lived that consume <laughs> what i canned the pickles weren't great tasting, which I think it was the coriander. I think that's the flavor that I'm not a fan of. No. Um, yeah. And um, you, you're talking about you? Yeah, for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. That was I'm gonna the recipe I your used. World. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on it, world. man. Rock my pickle world. So, I will. Um, the, so I said all of that to say, like, I'm very, very slow to move when it comes to things like that when I'm first learning it. And while I have a, a lot to learn still, I got that first kind of, it wasn't that bad, right? You know, out of the yeah. way. And I actually, for the one, when I did the actual canning, I rec- was recording it. So that it was more pressure recording it than it was, you know, yeah. uh, actually doing it. So I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I know that it's a lot of work. I've seen a lot of videos on people talking about it's day four of canning, you know, <laughs> like. Um, but that's how it, that's how it was back in the day. And that's mm-hmm, how people mm-hmm. did it. And, yeah. and now you're living in a time when right now where it could very well be an important mm-hmm, thing for you mm-hmm. to do is a can your own food. Yeah. And yeah. it's scary to think about, but if you're doing it, like, I know you want to help people out and you want to give stuff away, but maybe you should crack the canner open and do, you know, can it, put an extra can back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You oh, never I'm know. sorry. If you're saying maybe you, if you as Batavia don't, oh, don't worry. That's already no, no. a part of the master plan. Okay. I'm talking to everybody. Okay. I'm talking okay. to all 8,000 people that have listened mm-hmm. to us and Aww, all yeah. that stuff. Like, hey! you know. 
hey everybody <laughs> so i mean you know it's it's one of those things and okay so it's like i, I hope my neighbor doesn't listen to this. i'm sure he doesn't um you, he always you say asks, often i hope this person doesn't listen I, are you well, rooting for us or against us <laughs> no i just don't know if it would offend them but i'm going to say it so he wants peppers every year mm-hmm. he's and he asked me like a month ago hey you got any peppers my homie we're just getting flowers, bro. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, this isn't a grocery store. Like yeah, it, it has yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I was like, go get a pot and put it on your porch and put a pepper plant in there. If you like them that much, like grow yeah. your own damn peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind giving them to you, but mm-hmm. when you're asking me like month or two before they're actually going to produce. And every like, year. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. year. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, it's so easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we had already had the conversations. Oh, I might start a garden. But I can just come over there and eat off your garden. No. Like, oh, this is the same neighbor. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. nah, that it doesn't work that way, player. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm obviously would share. I wouldn't let anybody mm-hmm. starve. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, first it's my efforts went into it, so I can't just give away everything. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's just kind of how that works. But yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting thing to think about, and you know, if you can't can freeze. Freezing mm-hmm, is a great mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. So I do. Um, I want to. I want to comment on that just for a second. And, and again, we we, ta- we haven't talked. <laughs> we haven't talked about kind of where things are. You know, so we're in July, um, filming this in little air in July, I think, um, of 2020, and like, we're still in the thick of things in the U.S. Um, when it comes to this pandemic and. We've been very clear about, you know, we're not about fear mongering, you know, but when you talk about canning and freezing and and just in general preserving food, you just never know how much you're going to want to go out in February of next year, you know, how much or how little, you know, so I, um, I, I'm, I, you know, just I'm really glad that I had that startup year with canning last year because it gives me it encourages me and gives me, I think, the confidence to like try to do more of it this year. Um, I I come from a place where by default, put it in the freezer. You know, so that's also a method for me. Um, but I there's, say all that look, to say there's nothing wrong with putting it in the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong. Yeah. And it's easier to do. Yeah. And on the flip of it, if that if you're not really ready to to go with a canning method and, you know, your freezer is packed, um, also think about it because I look at it this way as well. Um, I can eat more food that's fresh, you know, over the course of the season and basically preserve what's already preserved. Right. So I'm not eating as many of my canned goods this summer because I'm right. eating so many more fresh, you know, items. So. Yeah, it's um, uh, you you know when you should start canning, seriously. Mm. You know the trigger for somebody to be like, I need to can, mm-hmm. is when your freezer is packed with what you've grown. Then you need to start canning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But the other differences too is your stuff can get buried in the freezer and you lose it. Mm-hmm. You know, versus if you can every time you open that that cabinet cupboard, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. Boom, there it is. You're going to be looking yeah. right at it. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I, I can eat that. You know, yeah. I got Generally, that I think the the life, the, um, the span, the time that, you know, something sits canned versus frozen is you get, you know, more uh, more time out of it when it's canned anyway, right? Not if you freeze it right. If you freeze yeah, it right and take all the air out of it. Yeah. yeah you I get guess. a pretty good, you get, you know, you'll have to eat it within 
six, seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in all reality, by that time, you'll start to get that same vegetable back. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we can't a lot of, or we freeze a lot of okra. So you remember, I just told you about what I can, not what I froze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we freeze a lot of okra Yeah. and pretty much we freeze everything else that we grow that if you think, if you think of it and you're like, Oh, could you freeze it? That we freeze it. Yeah. There's not yeah. like, if you think of something, you're like, I wouldn't freeze that like lettuce or something. Like, obviously we don't, but everything else we mm-hmm. generally freeze. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's good because it's nice to be able to pull it out. The mm-hmm. trick is, is freezing it in batches in which you would only need to open it for that one meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the right. trick. So you, it might be easy to go in there and get you a five gallon bag or a gallon bag and stuff that bitch full. Yeah. But that's not what you should do because you got to pull it out. You got to thaw it a little bit, put it back, introduce air to it yeah. and all this stuff. So it's, it's a trick. Yeah. But, so even um, without gardening, when you buy things in bulk, you know, I generally go smaller packaging for freezing just for that exact purpose. Yeah. Um, so, so, but yeah. it's more effort that goes into it is what mm-hmm, I'm saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and drying is also something good. I don't really dry a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Not really. I dry a lot of herbs and stuff, obviously, but we don't really dry much anymore. We do, um, no, nah, I take that back. We do some drying for, you know, but we do it for specific reasons. Yeah. Like if we go backpacking or something, we'll make like little soup packets and stuff and we'll freeze dry like green beans or not freeze dry. We'll dry like dehydrate like green beans and carrots mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. peas and stuff like that. So, okay. but as a vegetarian or a pescatarian, an ovo pescatarian, if you want to say, cause I eat eggs cause we have chickens and I know Batavia asked me, why don't you ever talk about your chickens? And it's because I built the damn coop and my wife takes care of them. <laughs> so I really don't have much say in them, but um, they're there. But we eat our eggs and then we also um, eat fish. So <clears throat> that's it. Um, so we've canned, we've frozen, we've cooked. We've, we've cried. <laughs> like we've, we've cried. <laughs> There's one other thing you can do with your harvest. Oh. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What? Add it to your compost. Compost it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I say yeah you, because you you know you know that the one of the things that I'm afraid of, and it's it's the pause I have around composting. I just I can't deal with the put your big girl pants nope, on and get nope, out there nope. and do it. Nope, nope. So not gonna do it. And there is a closed system that you won't have that issue with too. So that you already we talked about this and you couldn't promise me. You're a man of your can, word, you couldn't promise me. Okay. Nope. Yeah. So don't be like Batavia, okay? <laughs> don't be like me. Don't be like Batavia. In this one instance, you can be like her in about ninety eight percent. But this one way, don't be like Batavia. Be strong. Fight your fears. I'm giving fight in to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just like, I mean, if, in case you're not tracking, it's mice. My And we're not even going to talk about the bigger versions of those. Um, the fear of them is so strong where I've not been able to get past the uh, Googling, you know, uh, composting instructions. Like, that's it. Like, I, I just can't. I can't. I can't risk it. I can't risk inviting him to me in. I mean, there's a big, that's the number one question that I actually get around my garden. Like, do you have problems with, you know, pests like that? And I'm like, no, but if I do, I'm shutting it all down. And that's just the way I roll. Everybody, 
We love you guys. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on the Backyards Garden Pod, Garden Pod uh, on Instagram. Woo. Mm-hmm. Backyard Gardens Pod. And DM us and let us know why Batavia should do it. Let's pressure her into taking this step. I thought I'm you were going to do something like send a picture or something like. No, I'm invoking it. I'm invoking our listeners to help you do what's right for our environment, for your garden, and all the people that you help feed. And look at her look on her face. She's like, I don't give a shit what they say. I I was looking at the timestamp because what I want them also to do is it's around the one hour and 18 minute-ish time, somewhere around there. So this video will also be published right? I want you to log in and I want you to see the video because you need to see this face. <laughs> Go ahead, write in, write your congressman, you know, right? <laughs> write the president, you know, you can write, you can write your God, but it's not going to happen. Right? I'm telling you now, <laughs> it ain't going to happen, Captain. Y'all have faith in me. I got time. So mm-hmm. the reason why I say that is because if you're not going to eat it, instead of wasting it, unless you're Batavia, mm-hmm. you can give back to your garden. You can create nice, fertile compost based on I what you grew. I agree 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, and Batavia has an abnormal fear, but it's okay. I understand mm-hmm. because if I had rats, I would leave. 100% but, I agree for y'all. Not, yeah. not me. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you get a cat, you don't have to worry about them mice anymore. I have. A, that's the only reason why I'm okay with my all of the neighborhood um, cats, the stray cats yeah. here. We got a ton of them. They're so. my guardian angels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they have to be. Are you going to become a cat lady now? No, I'm not because I'm kind of afraid of them, too. <laughs> I don't trust them. I don't trust cats. They're slick, man. And I don't want to offend anyone, but, you know. Oh, I have a cat, and she's slick as shit. And she's yeah, yeah. She's evil. Mm-hmm, I'm cons- mm-hmm. her name's Ahsoka, oh, and I'm nice. convinced that she just sits around. And she's like, I could kill him right now. They're plotting, man. Always. She's always plotting against me. Always. And I feel like there's been a change in the cat community because, like, within the last ten years, the amount. I mean, the, what I have to do for a cat to run away from me. I mean, they're always trying to make a, you know, a little uh, uh, poop station out of my garden beds. Mm-hmm. And I have to get like, I have to run up on them to get them to shoe. Like these cats now will just sit and wait and look, you know, so they, they, they're like you and the bugs you eat. They at some point had their, their meeting and they said, listen, we can't run scared anymore. We have to let these folks know, these humans know who's boss. So I give them their yeah. space. So I did want to say this real quick. You're talking about me and bugs. And I just thought of this the other day I walked outside and I was looking at my, um, I was doing my garden walk and I saw a leaf and I had eight baby grasshoppers on there. And you know, my stories with grasshoppers last year. Uh, Yeah, I think I heard it in, in a recent episode I was listening to, but go on. And I put it, I put my hand underneath the leaf and I went just like this. <laughs> no, you did. Would you stop it? I'm dead serious. Oh, my and gosh. And I'm one step on winning the battle with those bastards. Oh, good gosh. Baby <laughs> grasshoppers have no love. Oh, none good gosh. whatsoever. Yeah. And I had mm-hmm. Japanese beetles show up briefly. Mm. And they were on there just getting it, just humping away. And I was picking <laughs> them off, dropping them in the water. Just boom, boom, boom. It was it was amazing, but yeah, those grasshoppers, man, they are, uh, yeah, 
They're there. Okay. I didn't know they were like that, but it, it was a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know now how damaging they can be. And look, mm-hmm. I was vegan for six, seven years. I understand everybody. If you're vegan, I know. But damn, we got to do something, man. I can't be feeding them. I got to feed myself. <laughs> I got to feed the people. You know what I yeah, mean? I got to yeah, feed yeah, the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah the people don't first, hate, yeah. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> All right. You know what time it is? Oh. Sizzle. <laughs> and it's my turn, so I will be right back with your recipe of the day. All right. All right, it's hot, right? It is. And you you just insist on hating on fruit. So I'm taking it upon myself now to give fruit maximum amounts of love because even though I am vegetarian, I could 100 or pesca over whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I could 100% be a fruitarian. Okay. 100%. So that being said, when um, we tried this at one point and it's, it's worth a try. Okay. Let me put it that way. It's worth a try. And it's a watermelon pizza. So it's all raw. Yeah. It, it, just faith. Mm-hmm. Have the faith, okay? So when you take your watermelon, cut it so it's a slab, like a round slab. Mm-hmm. About You're from Chicago. We'll just go mm-hmm. with you. We'll go with the old thick deep dish <laughs> yeah. watermelon dough. Um, and put and slice avocado and put on top of it yeah it's kind of weird but it's actually Mm -hmm. pretty good pretty good and then you can put like strawberries or blueberries on top of it um if you don't if you just can't just can't do is the the avocado like the cheese like the yeah mm -hmm. yeah it would act as the the cheese kind of Mm -hmm. yeah it's the creaminess but if for some reason you're just like i can't do it i can't do it then just it's kind of like making a fruit salad Mm -hmm. but instead slice everything up and put on top of it and then Mm -hmm. eat it with a fork and knife and you know we we've done a lot of times we put strawberries on we slice those which by the way if you don't have a strawberry slicer you should get one because it changes your life when it comes to look look (laughs) look let me tell you we got one my mother-in-law bought us one and I was like, I told my wife, I was like, we don't need that bullshit in our house. Well, I don't need that. This and is then one totally day anti was, you. Like, I'm just like. 100% anti me. But one day I was in a rush. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I like to put fresh fruit in my cereal too. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, damn, I don't know what to do. And I took and I just clamped it down and had it. And I was like, all right, I'm in it. I get it. So. Um, they're really, they're really helpful. They speed it up, but you don't have to have one. Mm -hmm. And then, um, blueberries are another good thing. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll put them in a bag and I'll smash them a little bit and put them Mm -hmm, on top mm -hmm. so they don't roll off. Cause that'll piss you off when they roll off. Yeah. So, um, it's a real simple thing though, but I thought, I thought this was going to be like, you're putting this in the oven. That's the reason no. why I had no. the humongous eye roll at the beginning. Okay, all right. I can, I can get down no. a little bit there. Yeah. It's totally raw. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, because yeah. it's, you know, and there's a reason why, because we were talking about harvesting mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to do raw mm-hmm. because I knew that was really important. And then yeah. two, I've apparently taken it on myself to give all fruit recipes mm-hmm. because I feel like a fruitist if we don't. So, 
I have to. And I just, it's, it's a weird recipe, you know, especially when you, you put the avocado on it. Yeah. But I saw yeah. it in so many places one time that I had hmm. to try it. And it wasn't bad. It really wasn't that bad. So I can only think of because I love love avocado. Um, I was just thinking like you're gonna waste a good avocado, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, take a slice and put it on there and just give it sure. a shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? But play around with it because mm-hmm. you know when you eat the the beauty of eating raw and simple is you can kind of mess around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what everything mm-hmm. tastes like, so you can try it yeah. out. So, um, but yeah, cause last year I grew, I got a 50 pound watermelon out of my garden. Yeah. Papa bear was like, Oh shit. What do we do with this watermelon? We had to get creative. <laughs> yeah. There's a picture on my, and I think it was like 47.4 pounds. Oh wow. Yeah. It was a, it was a tough one. I'm, but, I'm um, jealous. Was, I actually went cause I was nervous about the timing of it. I think I, I sowed my seeds like on June 1st or 2nd or something. And uh, I went with a mini. I have seeds. Well, you know I have seeds for regular watermelons. Yeah. But I went with the mini watermelons because in my mind that, you know, I had a good shot at, you know, that plant growing into maturity and obviously the melons having a chance to ripen versus the larger ones. Um, so I'm I'm so looking forward to it. We'll see how this year goes with melons. But I'm like, if I could get uh, any pound watermelon from my garden... You want to talk about? I may, I may take up composting. I may. If no, nah, I'm not gonna take up composting. Like, I'm just like, I, I got excited. I can't. No, I don't want a lot of you people. No. Well, and also let me do this too because I, I, after looking at your reaction, I have a feeling many people won't even want to try the avocado on it. I'm gonna so, try it. Uh, I actually have it's not homegrown, but I have a watermelon in um in the kitchen. I'm gonna and an avocado. I'm gonna try it because yeah. I believe that there's some flavors that you just don't guess are good, and then you're yeah. in that moment of like, wait a minute, hold on, you know. So I'm gonna give it a whirl. Yeah, give it a whirl. But there's also you can take um raspberries mm-hmm. and mix them with oats, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. put them in the microwave and heat them up. And put a little brown sugar on them, yeah. Just a little sprinkle, and then and a, a, a little pinch of salt, and eat that with the watermelon, and it's pretty good too. Ah, oh, and see, none of this makes sense, but this is what no. I came to this episode for. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, see, what was the first you one to, you gave me? Do you remember this this episode? Yeah, the, the first show? thing you no this in this episode you gave me something, and I was like, wait, what? Oh, the um the jelly with cold cereal. Yeah, that was that's yeah. Who knew? Well, you know, it, it's one of those things too. That where makes more sense though. We've really made a push in the past, really four years, to just mm-hmm. try and cook more simple. Mm-hmm. Because you spend, you know, and and especially and if you're listening to this podcast, in this case, you spend a lot of time growing your food. Mm-hmm. You spend a lot of time taking care mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then. You spend a lot of time cooking it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You spend a little bit of time eating it, and then you spend a lot of time cleaning up after it. Yeah, and serious, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. dead serious. Yeah, yeah, it should be the other way around, where you spend less time cooking it, more time enjoying it. So, like generally, when we cook, everything is trying to be in one pot, maybe two, and then just quick, easy. Not as many recipes because that was when we were vegan. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. you want to talk about complicated? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when we first started, it was like 
shit. Yeah. I got to yeah. have this and that and this and this and this and this. And then finally it kind of clicked and I was like, wait a second. I could just eat a half a watermelon for breakfast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I can eat five oranges for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty damn good. I'm cool with that. So yep. that's how we go. And obviously, if you look at me, you can tell it worked out pretty damn good. So I, I feel um, like mark the time because that's a timestamp right there like that. <laughs> you said it. You've, you've exactly said it. I love that whole. We spend a lot of time. We spend a, ton, a lot of time. 15 late, minutes later, you're done with your meal. And it's kind of like, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's the it. thing. You sit down like when you cook Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you spend all day cooking it. And then you eat it in 15 minutes. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's yeah. fighting about who gets to take the nap while everybody else <laughs> sucks, you know, suffers in the kitchen. So cleaning. Yeah, yeah. I so. do. I like simple. I like it. I like yeah. It. Simple is, I mean, I think sim- simplifying the way we eat has been amazing. Mm-hmm. And what else it's done is when we do go out to eat, uh, like especially to a nice restaurant, it's yeah. so much better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, okay, this is you know, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's more fabulous. of an event, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, do you think we've told everybody how to use their harvest? Yes, that was me thinking. Yeah, you were thinking pretty hard on that. Ticking, one. I was ticking off the, the items, yeah. And then I got distracted by the compost and I was like, you know, then I had yeah. to pull back from being frightened in my head. And then, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. So this do has think, been one hell of wait, an episode. Do you think we've covered everything that everyone needs to know about using their harvest? No, I don't. But we don't have five more hours. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, seriously, it it comes down. To, and the last thing I really want to say about it is when you harvest, like it depends on what you grow and how you mm-hmm, use it. Mm-hmm, sure. You know, it really does. Each vegetable is different. Each fruit mm-hmm. is different. Some things have more uses than the others. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to dig a little deeper and find another use for it if you can. Yeah. But yeah. don't waste your food. Mm-hmm. Give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. Put it on the curb in a basket. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one. We, we definitely talked about it throughout. But giving it away is so much better than wasting it. Mm-hmm. Like share what you grow with people. Yeah, Let them taste the enjoyment of having fresh food. Absolutely. I think. That's so important, you know. Don't just show pictures of it on Instagram. Get off of there and give your food to somebody and change a life that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? This yes. is my serious face. Yes. Do it now. I'm thinking about so. the watermelon and avocado. You're you're hung up on it, aren't you? I, I like. I really like. I'm nervous. Not nervous. I'm a little bit excited that I could love it. Now your face and the way you described it didn't tell me love, but you just never know. I got I got an idea. We'll pause and you go get it and try it right here on camera. No, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, come on, we'll come do, on. No, we'll do it for no, the next no, no, episode. No, 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 no. no, no, no look no. at her, look we'll at her. Like she's <laughs> like She's scared. She's scared. <laughs> do it for the listeners. We'll do, do it, it for, for the, the next. People. We'll do it the next episode. I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Batavia's no fun today. Mm-mm, no. Well, still it's been recovery. one hell. It's, it's been, been an emotional hell... ride for me I, though. So I was gonna say we've laughed, we've cried. <laughs> I don't think we got mad, but no. you never know. Yeah. Um. It's been a good one. So. Um. That being said, check us out. Backyard and Pod. Instagram backyard backyard gardens YouTube 
and our individual YouTubes. Do you have anything you want to tell the people? Happy summer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we we started Damn this it. back. Yeah. Right. We started this back. It was still winter. We were talking about gardening when spring came. We've transitioned to summer. Like this is the happiest version of Batavia that exists. Right. So, like again, strap in, guys and gals. This is. Um, I'm hoping it's the same for you all, even with all that's going on in the world. Like. This time speaks to my spirit, and uh, I'm happy to be here with y'all. Yeah, find your find your happy place. Get out in your garden, enjoy it, stay safe. Yes. Check us out in all our spots. Be safe, be happy, wear your mask, learn to grow, grow for change, harvest your food, harvest it right, harvest it good, and use it up. See ya. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. You can find us at Backyard Gardens the Movie on Facebook and Backyard Gardener on Instagram. And YouTube is Backyard Gardener where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at... You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at Be Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag garden joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our platforms anywhere you want. And we will be more than happy to help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.